0: This is the Get Fit Babe podcast, a place for women to come connect, get inspired, and find guidance to get physically, mentally, and spiritually fit. My goal is to help you start living your ideal lifestyle with a fire in your soul. I'm Cody, founder of Get Fit Babe. I call myself a creator. I am a real estate agent selling houses by day, a social media manager by night, and a confidence coach in the hours in between. I am right there with you just trying to figure out how to live the most abundant free-spirited lifestyle possible. I'll be sharing the ups and downs of my journey while giving you all of the details on the divine downloads and inspired action as well as introduce you to some of the most beautiful people I have met on this journey. I feel like it's my duty to introduce you to Alexandra Valencia. She's one of the most strongest, resilient female entrepreneurs I have ever met. She's my straight shooter, say what needs to be said to light the fire soul sister who lets nothing and nobody get in her way. From addiction, drowning in debt, loss of loved ones, to relationship up and downs, this holistic, health-obsessed, real estate professional, minimalistic, plant-loving badass is
1: here to speak her truth.
0: Okay, so Alex, yes, tell us a little bit about the last few years of
1: your life. Alright, so about three and a half years ago, I had moved to Florida from Hawaii. Um, My boyfriend and I had met when we were living in Hawaii and he came out here to be back with family. And Hawaii is a very, just imagine like a really small town, so there's not a lot of room for growth as far as career goes. Um, So I was ready to make the jump. We came to Hawaii, or I'm sorry, we came to Florida. didn't really know where we wanted to be, so we jumped around for about a year and a half. I put myself in a lot of debt from moving and not working, and we had Hurricane Irma, and just, you know, finances were never strong. Um, I ended up moving to South Tampa and made a conscious decision that this was it. Um, I was gonna get it together. I needed money bad. I needed to, you know, be in that spot where I was years prior in Hawaii, where I felt like I was on top of my game. I was confident. I had finances, you know, I didn't have any I didn't have any things holding me down. And by the time that I moved to South Tampa, I felt like I had a good amount of wreckage already just from not making a decision really. Um, So when I came down here, I got a job at a restaurant because that's what I've always done It helped me meet a lot of people. I got a second job at Lululemon because I wanted to be around like-minded people I wanted to meet new friends and not necessarily people that would go out and party all night but more people that you know wanted to eat healthy and work out and go outside because that's what I wanted to do and really you know what I In grand scheme of things, my life really did take off when I made that conscious decision. Um, You know, I was journaling every morning. I was reading self-help books, positive affirmations. I really dove into bettering myself as a human because I had felt so a part of my boyfriend's world for so long that I felt like I was losing myself. And I hated the fact that I depended on him to make a decision and that I was living his lifestyle with his friends. Like... Before I had ever moved out here, I always said I will never move to Florida and I will never move for a guy. So clearly I did not stick by those things. But as, you know, having pride in myself and being so independent, I just wasn't that person anymore. So I really had to get back to the basics again. And, you know, out of all that hardship, I I found myself again. I'm one of those people that don't like asking for help. I'm very proud in the things that I've done. And I saw the burden it was putting on him. He felt so responsible for my happiness, and I knew that wasn't his responsibility. Granted, he's, you know, to make me feel safe and secure, but it's not up to him at the end of the day to make me happy. It's up to me.
0: So the way that I can kind of, from an outsider looking in, can see the, the phases of your life that I've been a part of, I can see that it wasn't just, like, the flip of a switch there were several different seasons and phases that you went through and then the final season of like you on the up and up it seemed like it was like a skyrocket um so will you touch just a little bit on like the seasons because you talk about when you moved here like you realized that you can't depend on your boyfriend you realize that you need to do the meditations the journaling the personal development but even through those phases, um, we talk on the phone a lot about our finances and our struggles in that and um, the debt that you had accumulated that didn't just go away and there had to become um, some sort of pivotal thing that made that
1: happen. When you and I met, I was working at a restaurant seven days a week and I was working out Lululemon two days a week and I was taking classes Monday through Friday. I was, yeah, for real estate. And I was exhausted. It was around Christmas time. So we got together around January, I think it was. Mm -hmm. So Christmas time, I was spread so thin. I remember I had like a mental breakdown in the walk-in freezer because um, I missed a table that was a good tipper. And like I had finished my shift for the night. I was so done. And the hostess was like, you just missed a really big tipper. And I just like... Just lost it. And I had realized like I had spread myself so thin and I was getting absolutely nowhere. I didn't have the savings that I wanted because I would either be buying lunch in between shifts or, you know, paying off debt or paying for these classes. Or I would be so tired by my night shift, I couldn't work a whole shift because in waitressing, I mean, we're so spoiled. You can be like, I'm over it, I want to go home. (laughs) And then you realize why you don't have any money. But it was just all these things. That kept happening that I just, I felt like I was consistently hitting my head against the wall. So I'm just, you know, doing what I know how to do and that's pick up jobs anywhere I can. I've always been a hustler, whether it's watching somebody's cat or working five jobs or doing something, you know, something crazy. And I actually, I really believe that books pick you when you're ready for them. And I came across this book called Essentialism and it all basically what it talks about is spreading yourself too thin and you're not getting anywhere and so um lululemon i worked there for the christmas season that came to an end of course i wanted to stay there because it's an amazing company and my team was awesome but i wasn't getting anywhere um i focused solely on the restaurant and then getting into real estate and with that you know I was able to have my emotional side back. I was able to handle, you know, going to work and working full time during the day. I was able to have conversations with my boyfriend without starting to cry because I was so stressed out. Um, In the midst of all this, around Christmas time, my car got totaled. I had over $3,000 to pay for real estate dues. I had two credit cards that were hanging over my head. And then I got summoned, which I had no idea this could even happen like credit card debt is something we do not talk about we don't talk about debt at all we don't talk about finances which I think is so wrong and I would you know love to blow that up but when this gentleman came to my door with this paperwork that's saying I was being sued I just started laughing because I was like girls like me don't get sued like I for money that I don't have you know and it and it just it it just kept building and building and building. And I didn't know what to do. And I had a nervous breakdown. And I know you talk about it, but I can't remember like that switch slipping. Like I have been to rock bottom before to where, you know, sleeping in my car, no money kicked out of my house. You know, I, my past, my very, very past story is very dark with drug addiction and alcoholism. And so this rock bottom, it was even kind of more scary because it was like, like when I was getting clean, like that was completely on me. It wasn't like I had any warrants or anything hanging over my head. And, you know, I didn't have any family or friends to talk to, but it was like those, those things I could eventually get back. But like, this was another kind, this was like, and I know this sounds dramatic, but like the government was knocking on my doors, but it felt like, it was like, oh shit, this is a big deal. Um, And so the first thing I did was I got educated because like I said, we don't talk about money enough. So instead of ignoring it for the first time in my life, I took it head on. I called the collectors. What did I have to do? I called the County. What do I have to do? Um, do I have a court case? Like what, you know? And so I got, I took responsibility and I figured it out. And I think that's the most important thing is that we've, we we shut down because we're so scared and with anything just putting it out in the light and asking for guidance and for help not necessarily even from your parents because like my parents gave me bad advice I guess what my parents have never been in credit card debt like that they've never been summoned and even the people that you know I thought would know the answers so many people were like oh they wouldn't do that I'm like I legit have a court case sitting on my desk right now with a mm-hmm. file number like this is real and um so talking to them and the, and the systems and the debt collectors, and they almost kind of laughed because I was so panicked and they're like, it's going to be okay. Like, we'll figure this out. And I didn't even have the money to make the payments that they were offering. So we did have to do some work and I did have to get really serious. I, I tracked down every single cent that I made or spend. I made it a game and try to come out in the green every day instead of coming out in the red. Um, I mean, I wrote down everything. I'd save my receipts. And every Monday or Sunday night, I would go through all my receipts, all my apps, write down all my money. And it was just like, it was really anal, but it was so empowering because I could physically see where I went wrong. And a lot of it wasn't anything that I was doing poorly, like I wasn't going out and shopping, but where I was spending a lot of money, of course, because I eat organic, like food's expensive. So okay, maybe I won't have chia seeds this week, maybe, you know, just the basics. And so I really did have to get more frugal that way. I got more frugal about my driving. Um, you know, just anything that I possibly could, I, I canceled my subscriptions to Netflix and to Audible. I and mean, even though, you know, Audible was like a big thing for me because I love reading and listening to books. And I just got really basic, Mm -hmm. you know, diving into the things that I could control, writing out a game plan for myself, having that end goal in mind. And I think just writing down what you need to do and having some sort of map, if you will, of what you want to do and just staying positive about it doesn't mean you can't have a bad day. But just being like, if you know what you have to do, okay, you've got that done. How you get there, now that's the day-to-day process. Mm-hmm.
0: So it's really easy for me to say, like, it feels like there was just like a switch that slipped and like suddenly it was like, boom, you see all the success. But I realized even in my own life that it's a slow climb. Like when you're going through it, it's mm-hmm. a slow climb. It's like you're on that roller coaster and it's like tick, 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 tick. And sometimes you, you know, level out a little yeah. bit. But um, even... I can see that same thing in my life. People say, oh, it looks like you've, you know, gained so much success, but it's still like I'm on that that roller coaster ticking up. And I'm sure you still feel like you haven't reached that level where you're like, whew, like in the free and clear yet. But I do see as an outsider looking into your life that you have overcome so much and you have seen a certain level of success past where you were previously, mm-hmm. like you just talked about. So if you touch on sort of where you're at now and – Obviously, you just said like you did the tactical things, the action steps and the mindset things. Um, But talk more about like what your habits are now and the
1: success you're seeing now and how you think those two correspond. I mean, the habits that I have now, like I will be the first to say that I hate structure and also that I love it. You know, (laughs) like Monday through Friday, if I've got a schedule, like I'm glad I have it, but I may bitch about it, but I'm glad I have it. (laughs) And that's why it's so funny, like being a positive person and an affirmation kind of person, if you start bitching, people will be like, oh, just be positive. I'm like, I am being positive, (laughs) but, like, just give me a minute to bitch about it. Yeah. But for me, the thing that – I mean, even before, like, I moved to Tampa, when we were living in St. Augustine, even after the hurricane, like, we couldn't make a dime. And the first thing that I did was I just got back to basics. I'm like, okay, if I can't work on my finances, I'm going to work on me because I'm a mess. I'm dealing with boyfriend crap. I'm have moved across the country for this guy that's never really been in a serious relationship. Like I had a, a lot of other things to focus on. Mm-hmm. So the first thing was just taking care of my side of the street. And I would wake up early and I would read a personal growth book and I would read a chapter and then I would journal. But the way that I journaled wasn't like writing down, well, he did this and yesterday this conversation happened and I don't like that. I would be like, yesterday was it? learning day um my partner and I Pat and I you know we're learning this process so like even if it was you know kind of a not so good day it was a learning day and I would talk about that but then I would go and talk about how I wanted things to get better and so I would say things like I'm a firm believer in gratefulness and that is something that goes back to when I got clean because even if you're sleeping in a car you still got shit to be grateful for Mm -hmm. And I would sit there and be like, I'm so grateful that I have a partner that's willing to work on things with me. Yeah, we may disagree, but that's because we're standing up for what we believe in, I guess you could say, Mm -hmm. even if I don't believe his side's right. (laughs) And then I would say, you know, okay, so today I'm going to make $300 in tips and probably wasn't going to happen, but it would help me get in the mindset of like anything is possible. And as that grew and as my confidence grew and my circumstances got better you know I could expand on that and it's actually I'm at a point now where like I'm so content with my life I'm not a very big materialistic kind of person Mm -hmm. I don't know what else to ask for right now like I'm in like there's so many things I can ask for we're in the middle of a pandemic you know friends having businesses take off and money coming in and it's like But at the same time, you know, that can really overwhelm you and and bring you down. So you really just have to focus on your bubble and be so selfish. And that's so contradicting for us being, you know, we want to see the world a better place, but how can I make it a better place if my side of the street isn't looking good? Mm -hmm. So now today things are like um, my journal this morning, I was super grateful to be having our mastermind group and helping other women with business Mm -hmm. and, um, just seeing their, their moments of inspiration inspires me. It's just like, yeah, this is working. So I'll write about these things and it's so important to feel good. Like I try not to make decisions when I'm PMSing. I try not to make decisions when I'm having a fight with my boyfriend Mm -hmm. or I'm not feeling great. Like last Friday I was flatlined. I was just so out of it from this pandemic. I was PMSing and I was like, today is not a day Mm -hmm. for me to work. And do business like sometimes you have to do some things that you know you don't yeah. want to do but I feel like when you're in that mindset where you're okay with yourself and you know you can drive with a smile on your face because that music sounds good and the sun is shining like those are the times to push your boundaries even more mm-hmm. and I really do believe in you know the frequency that you that you feel and vibrations and things like that. And it's been proven to me. I mean, manifestation is such a huge thing that I didn't believe in it for so long. And so I started to play with it. Like, okay, if this is like a really big deal. Let's see. So, and I think this was another huge pivotal point. It's mm-hmm. one that sticks out in my head. It was, I was learning about manifestation and positive affirmations and, you know, these things will happen if you attract it. Right. So I wanted to start a garden. I was like, I want to, Black containers for pot, like potting plants. I want black containers for potting plants. I don't want to have to go on Facebook Marketplace. I don't want to have to buy them. I just want them to show up. And it was something so small that if like it didn't happen, it'd be okay if it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Two nights later, I'm driving home from work. And there are 12 black plastic pots on the side of the road for pickup for free. So how many times
0: did you say that to yourself? What you wanted?
1: Um, I think it was about... It was only a couple days. Like, it was really, really fast. And I, but what I would do would be, like, I would think about the feeling of seeing those pots. Mm-hmm. I would think about laughing, being like, oh, my God, this worked. Mm-hmm. Or just cracking up, driving home, and can't wait to tell my boyfriend, like, I got free plastic black pots. You wouldn't believe this. You're just mm-hmm. on the side of the road. Like, I would think about those feelings and it just, like, laughing. And I do it, like, when I'm in, like, the shower or, like, I'm brushing my teeth. Something really mindless. Like, I've always been a daydreamer, but I would get really specific on the feeling. And that's why I always say, like, if you're you've gotta find that good feeling space. Always. And that's when you, when you are in that spot, that's when the magic happens, the inspiration, the manifestation, the things just start to go your way where you walk out the door and the birds are singing, Bammy's Kissing Your Cheek. Like it's that good.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like
1: I want a musical to play. Like when I walk out the door sometimes.
0: And I think the important thing to emphasize, which you roundabout just sort of touched on that. I just want to emphasize is you're not like that all the time. Like you're not on all the time. That's not what this feeling or this phase of your life or like, this level of success that you've reached, you are not on all the time. And I think that's almost why you have become this level of success or you've um, conquered this sort of part of yourself is because you weren't running yourself into the ground like you were when you had three jobs and you weren't crying in yeah. the freezer, you know, like you have taken that time to be like, today is not my day to work. And I'm okay with that. And I'm going to sit in this feeling for just this day. But Allowing yourself that time and that space to actually not push forward Mm -hmm. actually prevents more bad things, in my opinion, from happening. Because if you continue to push and push and push and you're in a negative state, you're going to be attracting things that are also negative. So because of your ability to take yourself back and reflect and journal and do the things that you need to do to refill your cup, you're actually attracting those positive things. Mm -hmm. And you're keeping yourself in that high state so that you can refresh your, your cup.
1: It'll be funny sometimes. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I feel like it's the first thing in the morning should be a dedication to the thing that's most important. For some people, it's their higher power. For me, like, it is through my higher power and, and myself. But, like, I'll get ready for work and I've got, you know, I've got Abraham Hicks going on, brushing my teeth and everything's great. And then that first phone call will ring and the anxiety sets in of work. And it will just be like, I will be back to that cynical, sassy kind of person immediately. I'm driving to work. People drive like idiots. You know, mm-hmm. it is... An hour by hour thing, yeah. And it really does take like pulling your head out of your ass and being like, "Hey, suck it up, Buttercup. Yeah. You wanted this." And that's the other thing is like, you manifest these things and the success or this career, and then you bitch about it. It's just like <laughs> you're you're basically sh- you know putting a middle finger up there and being like, "Yeah, no, I don't want this anymore." Yeah. But with that, it's being able to tweak the things that you now have, um, you know. You, the contrast, you find out what you do want and what you don't want. Yes, I want success in, in real estate in my career, but I don't want to work with shitty clients. I want to attract the right-minded people because I want to have fun because when I have fun, my clients are having fun. And so having that, you know, teeter-totter back into being in and out of alignment, I don't try to beat myself up about that. And if anything, I laugh about that because mm-hmm. that is showing me how to tweak even more of the things that I do want.
0: Yeah. I see every season like that as like a new level so um, you talk about having several rock bottoms but after every rock bottom the rock bottom's a little bit higher than the last yeah and you come out leveled up a little bit higher than you were before and I can see that being truth in my life also where it's like yeah okay like right now my situation isn't ideal and I feel like I'm sort of at a a rock bottom, but this rock bottom is actually quite pleasant, and it's, it's so nice, super soft, <laughs> and <laughs> it, smells <good. laughs> it smells good, it's cozy, Same. but it's also, like, very much not ideal, and it's not my end goal, but it's a pit stop, and yeah. I know that I'm going to look back at this pit stop and really smile, and, like, I'm thoroughly enjoying it, but that's because of all of the mental work that I do, all of the, you know, we have similar morning routines, and when I'm consistent, and that's a word that you use a lot, is being consistent in your morning routine. You guys, don't listen to this and be like, okay, I'm going to try doing the gratefuls and affirmations in the morning, and I'm going to try that for a week and see how it goes. And I have so many people in my life that are like striving for and trying. Like someone who's very close to me always says, Oh, I did it for, like, three weeks, and it just didn't work for me. And I'm like, three weeks is not long enough Mm-mm. for anything, like a fitness program, a journal prompt, gratefuls, whatever you're trying to do, three weeks, um, any sort of all-natural medication yeah. or stretching for, like, hip pain. My mom does the same things. I tried stretching. Okay, well, how much and how long did yeah. you try for this hip pain because... She's, like, contemplating surgery now. I'm like, you only tried
1: those stretches and exercises for three weeks. That's not long enough. Yeah, and, like, they have, like, so many people have, like, a 90-day rule. It's like, no, you do it. It's not even, like, you do it until it works. It's how bad do you want it? Yeah. Like, do you really want to be stuck in a rut? Do you really, you know, it's just like, oh, it doesn't work. Do you really want to be that person? Yeah. Like, why don't you do it until it does work? Right. Because what is the worst that can happen. You yeah. stretch too much and now you can do yoga and yeah. backflips or yeah. your life becomes so good. I mean, when I got clean, they would say, stick around for a year. If your, your if your life still sucks within a year, go on and go back out. And I would never understand that when I was a newcomer, I'd be like, why would they tell me to go back out? Mm-hmm. But after a year, my life got so significantly better. And I mean, I struggled for nine months white knuckling it almost every single day. I relapsed for three years. Mm -hmm. I never gave it the full college try. And I remember when I got clean, I made, I got on my hands and knees for the first time in my life. And I made a deal with God. I said, if you do not make my life better within a year, I'm going back out. I had attempted suicide three times before I had that with my higher power And I was certain by it because my brother had passed away. He could have had a life that was incredible and made my parents proud. And here I was still here, not even wanting to be here. And it's like, how fucking bad do you want this? Mm -hmm. And through that year, all I did was not put in. I listened and I shut up. I listened to people that had more experience than me, that had been around longer than me. Mm -hmm. I got so fucking humble that... I couldn't even ask somebody to to jump my car because I was just so afraid of everything and I just needed so much help and guidance. And so it just really irks me when people say they tried meditation for like a week, but it doesn't work. It's like, of course it doesn't work. You only tried it for a week. This is like life-changing stuff. You think it's going to work in a week?
0: Right, yeah, it takes sacrifices. I think that on the other side of the coin too, it's like, okay, yeah, what are you adding in? Like meditation, but also what are you taking out? Right. So like... I'm doing a 90-day fast, but it's not like a fast that most people would think of. Or like, um, yeah, for me, it's very spiritual, a spiritual fast to connect with my inner self and my higher self and my um, higher source, but it's also a fast from those things that I know aren't serving me and aren't serving that higher self and that person that I want to be. And so I'm done with the Netflix and the Hulu. And it wasn't even like it was a terrible, terrible habit, but I knew that it was taking my mind to a place that I didn't want my mind to go. And it was putting into my subconscious things that I couldn't necessarily control. I want to be able to control everything that flows in and flows out and giving my mind over to mindless things like that Mm -hmm. it like essentially opens up the gate and there's no filter on it um so doing 90 days of no netflix and hulu and i'm incorporating the journaling and the meditation and so it's not only like what you're adding in it's also what you're Mm -hmm. what you're taking away because if you do the stretches or whatever you need to do for 90 days and it still doesn't work for you it's like okay well what else are you doing within that's like counteracting mm-hmm. what you're essentially, that's the way it is. It counteracts what you're trying to do. if You don't remove also the bad habits. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say were a few of the bad habits that you took away on this journey?
1: <laughs> I mean, there's been a lot of bad habits I've had to take out. I mean, most, recent ones. most recently, um, Oh, huh. I could shoot the person that made Instagram sometimes, like for business, obviously it's saving my business right now in this pandemic, but it's exhausting. Mm -hmm. Um, I really had a hard time when I first got into real estate with just even living in South Tampa, the who's who, the look good, the hair, the nails, the makeup. And I was just like, oh my God, how are people going to take me seriously? Like I have the same clothes for the last 10 years. like. My my first pair of slacks when I moved back to Florida were my mother-in-laws.
0: You guys, Alex would wear the same pair of shoes at the office every <laughs> single day, and the heels had, like, the metal spikes. <laughs> the metal spikes were, like, coming out of the bottom of the heel. They were so worn down. They were so, so loud. She would be click-clacking everywhere she would go, and I'm like, Alex... The, the heels at Target are like $20. Those were from Target $20. <laughs> and she goes, these are from Target. I'm like, you need to throw them in the trash. Uh, like, no. But we're similar in that way.
1: It's just like, I I really hate that outward, you know, like get to know me. Don't look at my shoes. Get to know yeah. me. I think some of the bad habits though haven't necessarily been like the spending money and the, um, you know, the outside stuff. It's really just been the way that I talk. Taking responsibility. Not complaining. Oh, my God. I remember I would. I was so tired all the time that I would just tell people, how are you? I'm so tired. Mm-hmm. I'm so tired. Well, no wonder I was so tired. I kept telling everyone and everything I was so tired. Yes. I remember, like, I made in my journal. I was like, I'm not going to tell anybody I'm tired for 30 days. If they ask me how I'm doing, I'm going to be like, I feel so good. And yeah. I will grit my teeth saying this because I'm really fucking tired. Yeah. But – That was a huge one. And then it got to be like, I'm at even a point now where, okay, working in real estate, like you get really nervous. You kind of say things when you shouldn't. Like, you know that when you're like, uh. Yeah, especially. Things are awkward. So I just keep talking and I'm making it worse. And I put my foot in my mouth and oh my God, I might get sued. Like it can spiral that fast. So I'm learning how to be quiet, take Mm -hmm. a breath, speak slower. You know, another thing in real estate, you always feel like you should know all the answers. We don't. There's so many different scenarios. So also like not beating myself up in that aspect. Yeah. A lot of the things that I've been letting go of really have to do with how I'm talking to myself. And yeah. how I'm talking to other people.
0: And that a lot of it starts with the mindset shifts and the personal development that you've yep. been doing. Um. A, a lot of it for me when I had those shifts was like intentionally stopping the I'm t- so tired thoughts and reframing that. Like I would literally, I remember I was in my apartment in Idaho, my one bedroom apartment. And when I started this journey, I would literally stop where I, wherever I was in my apartment and I would say what I had just thought in my head out loud. And then I would say it in the reverse, in the positive way. Mm-hmm. And after 30 days of doing that, 60 days of doing that, 90 days of doing that, it became intuitive where I just started thinking positively. Yeah. And after that happened, it's like positive things started coming into my life because I was putting positive things out there with my mindset so yeah it's easier said than done but you have to be intentional about the practices that you input into your life what you're what you're reading what you're listening to what you're fueling your body always talk about the five senses and like what you're consuming through your five senses is what is going to be manifested Mm -hmm. into your life essentially and
1: it it is a lot of I mean it just blows my mind that people think this comes so naturally or they just can think themselves into, you know, a better way of life. And yeah, you can, but like when I got clean, like I even had to write post-it notes of just like, you're a nice person. It's so simple. And now it's post-it notes of like, you know what you're doing, you know? And it's things I learned at such that rock bottom spot where I had to keep it so simple and now it's grown into something so big. And yeah, man, like,
0: it takes work, but I think that's why there are a lot of angry, sad, tired people in the world that are unhappy. It's because this version of people takes work to accomplish. It's easier to get super ticked off and angry that someone cuts you off. It's easier to hold anger and resentment towards somebody. It's hard to actually forgive and overcome and be happy because it takes
1: that progressive work. People and, don't want to take ownership. Yeah. They want to blame everybody else. We're in that, you know, point they do And they don't want to turn
0: inward, essentially, yeah.
1: and do the, do the
0: work that it takes to overcome it. Um, what would you say to yourself if you could give yourself one piece of advice while you're in the thick of a rock bottom?
1: Be kind to yourself. Like... I mean, I've hated myself to the point where, you know, I wanted to take myself out of this world and even though, you know, even if you hate yourself, you hate what you've done, you regret all these things that just weigh on your back, like, obviously, you're still here for a reason. Obviously, you're going through these things to come out, hopefully, on the other end and it's like, just be the one person that can be kind to you. Mm -hmm. You, at the end of the day, are all you've got. I don't care if you're married. I don't care if you have kids. I don't care what you believe in. You are fully responsible for yourself. And if no one else can talk nice to you and make you feel important, at least be that one person. Even if you only believe, like, a tiny little sliver of it. Even if you're like, well, I'm still here, so there must be a reason. Mm -hmm. Good. Take that. Run with it because... I guarantee you, you know, you may not see it now and that's okay. Because if you saw how, what the grand scheme of things were your whole life, you, that's not how it works. So, yeah.
0: What is the ultimate goal, dream, vision for your life? Because just like for me, like real estate is not it. It's the stepping stones going to get you there. So yeah. tell us a little bit about the future and we'll go ahead and close with that.
1: I know that, like you said, real estate isn't the thing, the end all. It's definitely a vehicle. Um, I love doing different avenues of, I would love to dive into, you know, more yoga or more, you know, nutrition and all these different things. But the end goal in mine is I want to travel. If I have kids, I want them to be educated in different cultures. Um, My biggest thing is that I want to create a platform for kids to volunteer around the around the world. Um, because I think that was a huge change in my life um, traveling by myself Um, and I know this sounds so cheesy but like man I used to have the biggest dreams for myself of like saving the world but at the end of the day I just want to be happy Mm -hmm. and I know that is something so simple but if I'm not happy I'm not going to have any of those things yeah so I just want to be pleased at the end of every day that I gave it my all that I'm a good person and that I stuck true to what I believe in.
0: Yeah, and I'll I'll kind of close with this just on like a last little snippet on my viewpoint over Alex. Um, we went through a period of, a few months where we hadn't seen each other. Like we talk here and there, and we're um, on Instagram together, and we text back and forth. Um, but we had a phone conversation, and I got off that phone conversation feeling. Wow! Like refreshed and motivated and encouraged, and we really just caught up. But it was like night and day from the conversations that we would both have regarding finances and just where we were at when we were kind of both in the thick of a little harder rock bottom. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it really reflected and it poured out of her, and you can really tell when you're in those states, when you're in those negative states and mindsets, and you're kind of being pushed around by the world, that reflects onto other people, whether it's through a screen, through a telephone, um, standing in the elevator with somebody, your energy really radiates onto other people. And the energy that I got from her, for that phone call that we had after not talking for a while, it was like, wow, I could tell the shifts that she was making. And then seeing her in person for the first time in a while, those shifts that she was making internally really have come out of her externally. And, like, as she's sitting here in front of me, I told her when we sat down, I was like, wow, you just look very, like, pretty and, like, natural <laughs> and you're glowing. And it, it really is because of the internal shifts that she's making. Like, that yeah, makes her more motivated to work out and all of that. But it's just, like, like she's got hardly any makeup on. Her hair is natural. And she just looks refreshed and happy and just totally different than when she was running herself into the ground Mm -hmm. like of course she was still beautiful then but you could tell you know it wasn't the true highest version of herself so we just want to encourage you guys today with those those stories and um, habits and skills that Alex has applied to her life and how she's seeing those um, shifts and hopefully you take something away from that and you're able to apply it to your life and this encourages
1: you. Thanks, you. Keep it simple. I think that's as the, that's my biggest takeaway from this is just back to basics, be good to yourself and keep it simple because the rest will fall into place. <laughs>